You're listening to audio from the Cathedral Church of the Advent in Birmingham, Alabama, a church with a heart for the gospel. Find out more at adventbirmingham.org. Heavenly Father, as always, I pray at this time that in the end that not my word, but that Jesus, your son, your living word would go forth in the fullness and the power of your Holy Spirit. Amen. Have this mind among yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus, who though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself by taking the form of a servant, being born uh, in the likeness of men. This important passage from Paul's letter to the Philippians, as I've thought about it and reflected on it, one of the things that uh, I, I thought is that I've gotten it wrong for years. Um, in thinking about it. And the reason I, I, I say that is this, and it, Paul's letter to the Philippians is a love letter. Uh, it's, it's a love letter which Paul writes to the church um, in Philippi. And as he writes this letter to the church, there is certainly exhortation, which is a part of that letter. He addresses, uh, wait for it, um, there was conflict in the church, um, and he addresses it, uh, and actually names names specifically, uh, Yodia and Sintik, and we could be assured that they were not the only ones. Um, they're the ones who are simply named in the letter. So in many ways, uh, throughout Paul's letter to the Philippians, there is, there is an exhortation um, to Christian life, and there is an exhortation to Christian behavior by, uh, and, and by, way of, by way of loving and gracious invitation. Um, but ultimately, at the end of the day, um, exhortation doesn't win us. Love and grace win us. Uh, exhortation um, does not win us. And, I, and as I've heard this, have this mind among yourselves. I, I've always taken it by many ways as, as either um, encouragement or exhortation um, to have in mind the, the humility of Jesus, um, the way in which um, he poured out his life as an offering for you and for me. And while I don't think that's wrong, uh, I think in many ways uh, I have misunderstood and misapplied because what Paul is offering, I believe, to the church in Philippi, what's being offered to you and to me, is a gift, the gift of Jesus Christ. Have this mind among yourself, which is to say, remember Jesus Christ. Remember Jesus Christ. Remember, uh, and this may sound goofy to you, the, the love letter of God which is given to you and to me, uh, God's gracious uh, an incredible offering um, of himself. And as we enter the church, of course, sets aside by way of calendar this week as Holy Week is an invitation for you and for me to reflect on, uh, yes, um, the final days of Jesus, but, but ultimately what that reveals about the nature and the character of God um, in relationship with you and with me. And, and as, I, as I think of this, uh, probably along with you, I, I, uh, I grapple with... Um, with ways to express it, perhaps in ways that will relate to you and to me. And, and I'll use a couple of examples this morning uh, from one of Paula's and my favorite movies, The Silver Linings Playbook. Um, I don't know if y'all have watched that. Um, Bradley Cooper and uh, uh, Jennifer um, Lawrence are the main characters. And in the, in the movie, both of them uh, have struggled and do struggle with, with mental health um, challenges. Um, uh, Bradley Cooper is being released from a psychiatric hospital. Um, he has, uh, as he describes himself in the movie, undiagnosed bipolar disorder. 
um, and he um, uh, attacked the man that his wife was having an affair with. Um, fair, um, but, uh, but at the same time, this, this, uh, he ends up at a psychiatric hospital, and he is um, released from that, and he comes back home, and he is living with his parents, and as you might imagine, it's going as well as you think it would. Um, his mom is much more of a proponent for his living with them than his father is, uh, and there are moments of, of progress, and there are moments uh, of uh, failure and erratic behavior, um, and he meets... Uh, uh, the character of Tiffany, Jennifer Lawrence's um, character, and it is her sister and her sister's husband, who is friends with Bradley Cooper, with Pat, and they invite them, they set them up um, for a dinner um, as a double date, and you can imagine how well um, that went. At one point, they're comparing various medications that they had been on previously that they are um, no longer taking, and then um, uh, Tiffany says, all right, I'm I'm leaving. It's time to go. Are you going to walk me home? And then they begin to debate with one another who's more inappropriate than the other. Um, and so they, they, they have this debate that descends into assigning which one of them is more um, inappropriate than the other. And uh, Pat is trying to win back his estranged wife um, who has a restraining order on him, but he still has this idea that he's going to be able um, to, to win her back and Tiffany makes him an offer. She says, if you'll help me, if you'll enter this dance contest with me, um, then I'll help you um, win your wife back, and, and I'll be the, the note passer um, between um, the two of you. And, uh, and it progresses, and at one point, she shows up for their dance practice. She lives in the, uh, in the back house behind her parents, and he has with him a, a sport book, his dad, um, runs uh, sports books uh, and Lord of the Flies. He has this uh, as part of the way he's going to win back his ex estranged wife is by going through and reading these works. So he has this sport book uh, and this Lord of the Flies and she throws it um, outside and, and she says this she says, Football stays out of this place and so does Lord of the Flies. Uh, and then she goes on and she says this I can tell you all about Lord of the Flies. It's a bunch of boys on an island and they have a conch. Uh, they have a shell, and whoever has the conch has the power, and they can talk. And if you don't have the conch, then you don't have the power. And then there's a, a little chubby boy, and they call him Piggy, and they're really mean. And then there's a murder. I mean, humanity is just nasty, and there's no silver lining. And he responds, <laughs> wow, that's a great synopsis. Um, but I, I, I share that example with you because that word, uh, humanity is just nasty, um, and there is no um, silver lining. And I would say, uh, not surprisingly, particularly in light of this day, that that is partially true. Because part of the, uh, we have uh, on this day and we have on this week uh, the reminder of God's love letter given to you and to me in Jesus. Uh, and of course, that is something that I'm inviting you this week, this morning and this week to reflect on. And in reflecting on that, not by way of, uh, of beating ourselves up, but we inevitably have to think about the reality of why this was necessary. Um, because humanity is just nasty and awful um, to one another uh, and often to ourselves as well. Um, our behavior, uh, our, our, our negative behavior, I mean, we see it in the passion, don't we? Um, all the people in power, um, their concern is for Jesus to do a trick for them, to do a show for them. But ultimately, their ultimate concern is to remain in power. Uh, and, and the people, even those closest to Jesus, turn on him um, as well, even if, if not actively 
passively um, by forsaking him. We, we see all uh, of the reality of humanity and the deep and desperate need for a savior um, to enter in. Uh, but of course, there's better than a silver lining. And of course, we will see that uh, in the finished work of Jesus and what he's able to accomplish through the cross and the resurrection. Again, we, we are forced to recognize the necessity of this, not just out there, but in yours and my own hearts and lives as well. But we see this love letter, this gracious offering given to God, to you and to me, um, ultimately um, by way of, of grace, not by way of reward, but by way of saving grace. So much is God's desire um, that he might have us. And I, I share um, Silver Linings Playbook with you because I think it's, it's, it's wonderfully um, accurate um, to the human condition. And in some ways in the movie it's exaggerated, but it really isn't. Um, it's just the things are on the inside are not just on the inside, they're depicted on the outside, uh, and we see it. And then as it goes on, um, I, I share, at the end of the movie, there is a, a bet which is placed, um, and Pat and Tiffany um, are in uh, this dance contest together, um, and they need to make uh, they need to make a five um, out of ten. And, I, and I'll say, um, you know, spoiler alert, um, the people are, five is a terrible score. Um, and the people are shocked when they, when they celebrate the fact that they made a five um, because it actually, they, they, end up, uh, they end up winning the bet. Um, but uh, there is uh, a moment in, at the end, um, there is this moment of excitement, but Pat's um, ex-wife is, is there and, uh, and Tiffany um, sees this uh, and she is, she's crushed uh, as they begin to grow um, closer and closer to one another. They began to fall in love with one another, and, and, she, and she runs out into the night, into the street, and he chases um, after her, and he eventually catches up with her, and he pleads with her um, to stop, and then he asks her to read one last letter, and, and of course, she is indignant. Um, I, I don't want to read um, one more letter um, to your ex-wife, but he says, read this one letter, just read this one letter, and then after reading this, you never have to talk to me again if you don't want to. You never have to see me again, but read um, this one final letter. And she opens it, and this is what the letter says. Dear Tiffany, I know you wrote the letter. Um, the letters that he had been receiving from his ex, Tiffany, had been writing to him by way of encouragement and by way um, of exhortation. And he says this. He says, I know you wrote the letter. And then he, the letter says this, the only way you could meet my crazy was by doing something crazy yourself. Thank you. I love you. I knew it from the minute I met you. I'm sorry it took me so long to catch up. I got stuck. Pat. And she says, you let me lie to you for a week. He said, I was trying to be romantic, um, is, is, what he, is what he says to her. But that, that, that letter, the only way you could meet my crazy was by doing something crazy yourself. Thank you. I love you. I knew it uh, from the minute um, I met you. And, and toward the end, he says this, the world will break your heart ten ways to Sunday. That's guaranteed. And I can't begin to explain that or the craziness inside myself and everyone else. But guess what? Sunday is my favorite day again. I think of everything everyone did for me, and I feel uh, like a very lucky guy. 
Well, I, I share all of that with you because um, Tiffany's love for Pat is such that she in some ways descends um, into um, the crazy um, to reach him uh, and to rescue him. And I think you see where I'm going with this. Part of the miracle of the incarnation is God comes down into our crazy. He comes down into the crazy of the human um, condition uh, of yours and my hearts and our minds and our lives um, and our actions. And he enters down into it and he says to us, I, I loved you from the moment I saw you. I loved you from um, the very beginning. And we talk about the cross rightly as the once and for all sufficient atoning sacrifice for the sins of the world. And that is absolutely true. But what I pray that you'll hear again and again and again is a God who loves you to the point where he knows you're crazy. It's not news to him. And he willingly descends into it that you and I, people who are stuck, might be unstuck. People who are enslaved might be free. We might hear from him the words again, I've loved you from the first time I saw you. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, only a God who loves us would descend um, to us in the way that you have, willingly laying aside your glory and your power uh, that you might win us. Lord, speak um, into our hearts and our lives, the places where we are stuck, and by your grace, free us. By your grace, enable us to see your great love for us. In Jesus, your Son. Amen. You've been listening to audio from the Cathedral Church of the Advent. If you live in Birmingham or find yourself visiting, we hope you'll join us for one of our Sunday services. Find out more at adventbirmingham.org.